This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hey, good afternoon, Southwestern Indiana. Welcome to another edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. It's always my honor to have you listen in as we discuss retirement uh, income-related uh, issues. And uh, you can hear us each week right here on WBDC uh, at this time. And you can find past shows on our website, and that is compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And when you get there, if you click on the radio tab, you can reference some of our past issues. You know, I've been in the uh, financial services business uh, now since July 5th of 1982. It's a long time, a lot of decades. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, clients, um, and over that time, we've seen many issues pop up that had the potential to uh, impact uh, we American citizens. But I've never seen anything, uh, in my opinion, as potentially life-altering, retirement-altering as this federal debt issue. And uh, it's time for our weekly usdebtclock.org update. And so let me give you uh, those numbers. Uh, as of our, our recording, U.S. debt is $28 trillion, $281 billion, $207 million. Debt to taxpayer is $225,309. And then the unfunded liabilities, and as always, a reminder there, an unfunded liability uh, those are promises, uh, government programs uh, that Americans are relying on, like Social Security and, and Medicare. But the total unfunded liabilities are one hundred forty-seven trillion, eight hundred sixty-three billion, three hundred and ninety-nine million dollars. Liabilities per citizen are four hundred and forty-three thousand nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. And I just want to remind uh, all of you who are listening today that a trillion seconds ago was 31,688 years ago. And our government is in debt to the tune of, you know, 28 trillion. The unfunded liabilities are 147 trillion. And the numbers, um, I think, are just getting away from them. And just a reminder, U.S. Debt Clock takes its information directly from uh, the Federal Reserve. And this week, we have uh, new inflation numbers out. And what about those numbers? A popping CPI increase April of 2020 to April 2021 of 4.2%. You know, there's no question the economy is roaring along. Stimulus money um, is getting spent. Uh, Supply and demand, there's too many dollars chasing too few goods. And so the prices are going up. 
And uh, traditionally, how has the, the Fed responded to uh, increasing inflation rates? They raise interest rates to kind of you know, tamp down things to slow down the economy. But the danger now with the amount of debt that we've accumulated uh, is that when the government increases interest rates to um, slow down inflation, that means it's going to cost the government more in interest on all this debt that they have. And uh, the question is, you know, is there that vicious cycle uh, setting in? Um, and you know, we've talked a lot about protecting your portfolios and your retirement income from just tax increases, but inflation has the same impact. It results in, in us having fewer dollars to keep for ourselves. So if the government's taking more because of taxes, or if we're spending more uh, for that gallon of milk, the gallon of gas, um, whatever it is, you know, the, the bottom line is we have less for ourselves, And because of that, we've got to do a better job of planning uh, our retirement income strategies and using the tools that are available uh, to offset those. But uh, that's our uh, financial update on the government debt uh, for today. Uh, last week, we started a, uh, a show on uh, annuities. And annuities are very, very popular uh, retirement income tools. We didn't get through all the information last week, so we want to pick up uh, and, and finish that conversation. And uh, as always, uh, co-host Tony Shore uh, is here with us. So, Tony, uh, jump in. Uh, let's uh, pick up where we ended last week. We were uh, just getting ready to enter um, uh, the third uh, segment of, of our show. So uh, welcome, yeah. and I uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, it's been uh, a very busy week. Uh, spring is in full bloom down here in, in southern Indiana, and uh, things are, are, are really hopping. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and it's, it's great to be here in spring and looking forward to summer. So things are going well, except uh, it's a kind of a bleak picture with the economy and the, the debt uh, and uh, the debt ratio. And wow, it's, uh, it's tough. But I'm glad we go over that at the beginning of each show, Mike. I'm glad you, you really talked to us about that. So we have a perspective on what's really going on out there. And a lot of people are concerned about where the inflation is headed. It looks like it's going to be keep heading up for a while. And uh, I think you explained it really well there. But, yeah, I'm doing well. And I always think it's a good idea uh, to spend some more time talking about annuities. We started this topic last week because there are so many misconceptions. And sometimes people uh, have annuities that aren't suited for their situation. They're not the best. So uh, like you suggested in your intro, I think people, and we talked about this last week, people usually have at least a vague idea about what an annuity is. Um, and I think we covered that well last week. So in this segment, uh, I think it would be a good idea um, to uh, keep going. What do you have for us next on this topic? Well, we were you know, going through an article um, that U.S. News and World Report have put together you know, on 15 things that they felt individuals need to know about annuities. And next on that, that list uh, is how annuities are taxed. And uh, as we mentioned um, last uh, week on the show, annuities are tax-deferred vehicles. And that means that you don't pay tax on the money 
while it's in the annuity, you don't pay tax on any of the growth on the uh, initial deposit that uh, you've made, but you only pay tax on that when it comes out of the product, you withdraw it um, and um, you know you put it in your checking account um, and spend it. So if, if you fund your annuity with pre-tax dollars, which is called qualified money, then everything that you withdraw is going to be taxed at you know your normal income tax rates. Your original deposit has never been taxed, so it's going to be taxed. The growth on that original deposit, because it's been tax qualified, has never been taxed, so it will be taxed uh, as well. But a lot of uh, people, Tony, fund annuity products with after-tax dollars, uh, and those are called non-qualified annuities. And so whenever you take the money out, you're not taxed on the portion of your uh, withdrawal that represents your original principal. You're only taxed on the amount uh, of, of the growth. Um, so we have people that use uh, annuities uh, as alternatives to very low yielding CDs. We have people that will use uh, annuities for their uh, IRA contributions. And there are uh, just so many different types of annuities that there are a, a lot of uses for them. But it's important to understand you know, how they're taxed and um, that's, that's how those would be uh, impacted. You either have a tax qualified annuity or uh, a non-tax qualified and uh, taxed accordingly. Yeah, and uh, that's really interesting. Obviously, uh, taxes are a consideration when it comes to any type of retirement vehicle or retirement account. So that doesn't surprise me regarding uh, annuities. Uh, but uh, annuities can have fees, right? What are the typical fees and commissions that come with an annuity? Well, they're, they're all across the board, Tony. And uh, this is where I would encourage our listeners to you know, rely on their agent, rely on their a financial advisor to uh, kind of scour uh, the world of annuities and to really understand uh, what those fees and, the, and those commissions are. There are annuity products that um, everything is kind of uh, consolidated in the design of the product and you don't see it uh, listed as a separate fee. And then there are annuities that um, don't have as many features or benefits and it's kind of an a la carte where you can pay additional fees and and pick up uh, some additional benefits but as i said many annuities you know don't have annual fees um, but one type of an annuity is a variable annuity and those certainly don't fall into that category let me tell you uh, variable annuities can be very very uh, expensive uh, according to uh, the U.S. News and World Report article, uh, variable annuities often have fees that range in the neighborhood of two and a half to three percent. And uh, Tony, I you know, can share a couple of examples with you. I just um, reviewed an individual's um, variable annuity uh, this last week. We have software that tells us everything about a particular variable annuity, uh, the company that issues it. Uh, we can break that down as, as many ways as we want to slice it. And, and this individual was paying over $1,000 a year in fees on a deposit that initially uh, was $26,000 and had grown to about forty nine. So on $49,000 paying more 
than uh, $1,000 a year uh, in fees. Another uh, example that I cite quite often, and if, if anyone's attended our uh, dinner workshops, they may have heard this, that uh, had uh, an individual had a sizable variable annuity and uh, they paid, um, let, me change, let me say this differently, they earned $16,000 in growth in a 12-month period on their annuity. Well, you know, I'd take $16,000 of growth. I think that'd be yeah. good. But when the carrier took their annual fee, the annual fee was $28,000. Oh, So the no. point being, uh, variable annuities can be very, very expensive. And if uh, any of our listeners own a variable annuity, we'd be more than happy to uh, analyze that, break that down. Uh, we can give them their average rate of return. We can give them uh, the average costs. Uh, we can project it out at 2%, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12%. And if your annuity earns that over the years, if your variable annuity earns that over the years, what type of fees might you be paying in, in the future? So uh, variable annuities, you know, the, the, the red flags need to go up and, and you need to, to take a look at yeah. those. But, you know, that doesn't mean yeah. that, that other annuities don't um, come with costs. However, um, all annuities have some sort of fees, generally speaking, uh, and as I said, they're often uh, baked into the, the contract design, and uh, you can't see those um, exiting the account each year. But depending on the type of annuity, in addition to fees, there can be uh, commissions that range anywhere from you know one all the way up uh, to 10%. And, and understanding wow. how that uh, impacts uh, the performance of that annuity uh, is critical. And we all know nothing is free. You don't get uh, a product for free. The, the company has to be able to make a profit to provide uh, those uh, types of uh, uh, financial products. Um, and there are going to be fees and, and commissions in there. So you have to under understand that. But you know, kind of a rule of thumb is that, that the simpler the annuity is, you know, the lower the fees and the lower the commission might be. Um, likewise, the longer period that you're committing to with that annuity, uh, and the more complex that might be, the larger the fees uh, and the larger the commissions. And the commitment time for annuity can range from one year. Uh, I've seen some uh, that the clients locked into it, you know, for 16 or, or 18 years. And if they come out of it before then, they would pay an early withdrawal charge. Um, I'm happy to say that, that at Compass Retirement Advisors, we don't um, make those types of products available to our clients. We think those are potentially damaging to a financial um, plan uh, to tie up a client's money for 15, 18 years. Uh, I just can't, in my mind, visualize where that's a good thing. But I've seen a lot of them uh, on the kitchen tables when people pull out their, their annuities for us to, to take a look at. Um, and uh, again, um, how long you're committing uh, is a big part of it. Um, but like I said, you can be as short as one year and five year um, all the way up to the 18. Tony, most of the fixed index annuities that, that we uh, place our clients in 
when it's appropriate and fixed indexed annuities and annuities are not appropriate uh, for everyone. But oftentimes our uh, time period uh, is in the five to seven with uh, the occasional 10 year period. Sure. Sure. And, and you have to watch out what kind of annuity and that can affect the fees too. Typically, like you say, typically variable annuities have higher fees and fixed indexed annuities have lower fees and some have little to no fees. Again, it depends on uh, the type of retirement vehicle you're looking for there and what type of annuity you need. Now, before we go on, why don't we take a minute to let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a no cost, no obligation consultation so you can look over what they have or where they're at financially and see if something like that is a good fit or if they already have one, uh, if they're in the right vehicle for their particular situation. Well, we would certainly welcome you know that opportunity to, to do those reviews. I can be reached uh, on my direct line, 812-787-0809. Uh, drop me an email, mgraber at compassra.com. And then the website is Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC. Um, you can leave us a, a note there. We'll be happy to call you. And if you're you know, in the Dubois County area, uh, we have a, an office in the old Joffco building. That's at 402 East 13th Street, Jasper. And um, we can meet there. We can meet uh, in your home. We can meet at my office uh, in, in Ligoti. Whatever's most convenient, we will uh, do that for uh, those who might be interested in our services. All right. That sounds great. Now let's keep moving with the show. We're talking about what you need to know about annuities. And I wonder about riders. Do annuities offer riders like we could get with a standard insurance? Absolutely. They sure do, Tony. And uh, right off the, the top here, let me say that some of these annuities, again, may have fees and others, uh, it may come uh, without an additional fee as part of the uh, original contract uh, design. But these riders provide uh, additional benefits. Again, many of them are, are at no additional cost. And uh, the individual can attach uh, these benefits or protections uh, to the uh, annuity contract via these riders. Uh, those can be used to uh, increase uh, the uh, income, uh, the legacy, um, and uh, ever more popular uh, long-term care provisions uh, are available with these annuity uh, deposits. Um, but you know, as I said, nothing uh, is free. Uh, oftentimes, there are valuable benefits that are, though, included at no additional cost. And I would just encourage uh, our listeners uh, to be careful and to compare um, what one carrier may include uh, without the additional charge, another carrier may very well have additional fee. You know, the income riders are very, very popular. Um, the, uh, the income rider serves a purpose, and that is actually if the account balance would reach zero, if you have the guaranteed lifetime income rider on the product, it'll still send you a check. If, if you're still living at 95 or 100 or 105, that income rider guarantees a payment for as long as you're living. And these are very popular riders for individuals who have concerns about outliving their nest egg. 
and uh, we have uh, uh, used these uh, quite often. They, they serve a, a valuable role in the financial security, and those can pay out an income over uh, one lifetime, or if you're married, you can structure that to pay it out over both lifetimes. Um, so there are living uh, riders that provide these types of benefits while you're alive, and then there are uh, death benefit riders also that uh, per- serve to protect uh, your your beneficiaries that are named on the annuity contract. Sure. So like a living rider, would an example of that would be a long-term care rider. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if I had an annuity and I had a living rider in there for long-term care, a long-term care rider... If I ever needed long-term care, it would bump up payments to help cover that. So I, I, I like that aspect. But what happens to your premiums uh, on an annuity if you die early? That is a really good question, uh, Tony. And, and in that case, with these newer generation of annuity contracts, the insurance company doesn't typically keep that premium. Um, and many people like these riders because it allows them to keep more of the money out of uh, the insurance company's hands. In a a typical uh, argument against maybe my grandpa's annuities or my dad's annuities is that uh, if if you died, you lost the deposit that, that you had given to the insurance company. So Maybe you started taking your your income from the annuity. You lived a couple of years and you passed away. No benefits were continued to anyone. But that's not the case in the structure of of today's uh, annuities. Um, And um, they, as I said, can pay uh, benefits out over one lifetime or two lifetimes. But then typically whatever remains in the account balance, the company doesn't keep it it goes to the beneficiary. Uh, I guess in the, in the most general terms, with an annuity, the insurance company is pooling your deposits with those uh, of other customers. Um, those premiums uh, that are made by those who do pass away early help contribute to gains in the overall pool of the annuity holders, uh, provides a higher yield to those customers who are going to be taking an income uh, for periods beyond their normal uh, life expectancy. Um, obviously, the insurance company right. doesn't know when any of us are going to pass away, and they're good right. at creating uh, a mortality profile on larger pools of, of numbers, and that allows them to, to hedge their risks against a customer uh, living longer than expected. But uh, I would just um, assure our clients that you know using annuities in, in today's world is not like uh, our grandparents use them. There's not a, a forfeiture benefit on most. Um, and uh, obviously, again, at Compass Retirement Advisors, we're going to, to stay away from products that uh, would not be beneficial to the client. Sure. Um, but again, you have to sort through what's out there uh, in the marketplace. Those, those products yeah, still well, exist. But uh, they're right. used very, very rarely. Yeah. So, how much due diligence should a person do when it comes to the company they're considering purchasing an annuity from? Well, it's really essential, uh, Tony. Um, after all, you know the the individual is going to be depositing a sum of money with an insurance company, and they're going to expect that that product um, does what 
you know the the, the purpose of the purchase. You know they want to make sure that that uh, happens and the ability uh, of the carrier, the financial uh, stability of the carrier is what's making that that guarantee. And we mentioned just a second ago, you know, making a guarantee that could potentially provide an income for 20, 30, or 40 years um, is quite serious. And and so we do wanna be uh, concerned about uh, the financial status of of these carriers. And and the guarantees are only as secure as the company uh, that makes them. Now we want to re- remind everyone, you know, this is an insurance company. It's not the federal government, so it's the insurance company that's making uh, the guarantees for uh, these annuities. So anytime we're we're looking at you know placing a client's funds into an annuity, we are reviewing the financial strength uh, of the the carrier. Um, we focus on uh, insurers that have been highly rated by firms like AM Best. Moody's, Fitch, uh, Standard and Poor's, and then there's also uh, a rating that's um, called Comdex, C-O-M-D-E-X, and they take um, a composite score of uh, all these uh, carriers, and they rate them on a scale of 1 to 100, with 100 being, um, in their estimation, the most financially uh, secure uh, carrier. Uh, and another way that uh, an individual might uh, reduce uh, any potential risk is to you know, use more than, than one annuity carrier. Don't put all your eggs in the one basket. And so maybe place some monies with uh, company A and some monies with company B so that you have different insurers um, providing uh, the guarantees uh, on your funds. And, and that can uh, mitigate the risk of uh, any one insurer uh, going uh, insolvent. But behind just the carrier guarantees, um, there is the State Guarantee Association. We're not going to go into that in detail, but there is an additional layer of protection for uh, individuals who own um, uh, certain annuity products. Right. And I think that's a great point, and there's a lot to know about annuities, but we're out of time once again. Why don't you let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you before we go to Well, the best way is just give me a phone call, 812-787-0809. The email is mgraber at compassra.com, and we look forward to uh, everyone tuning in again next week and uh, we'll take on another topic that's important to your retirement income plan thank you for listening to retirement talk don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan for more information contact mike graber at compass retirement advisors call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compass retirement advisors llc Com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.